Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The Ornibui Educate Together National School story is much bigger than we even thought it could be. This is the story of this lovely little school in Carrigaline, based in Heronswood. It's expanding all the time. It has a new place, a new campus waiting for it a couple of years down the road in Janeville there in Carrigaline. But there's ructions at the moment because from September of this year, while the main school will stay in Heronswood for the moment, Two classes, and no one knows what classes they'll be yet. Two classes are to move to prefabs in the other Educate Together school in Kilnagdiri, because Carrigaline has two. It has Onabui and it has Carrigaline Educate Together National School, which is on the other side of Carrigaline village. Uh, I was talking to the principal yesterday, Trina Golden, who was explaining to me the real concerns that she has as principal, and indeed that that parents have. And since I spoke with Trina, we've been inundated with messages and calls from concerned parents. Anne-Marie, you are one of those parents and you you say that people, they're very, very worried about uh, this developing situation at Odebui. Morning. Hi, PJ. Yes, um, that's right. We are extremely worried and very concerned because we know it's going to have a huge knock-on effect on the kids the staff and us as parents um, but obviously my main concern is my own child as well because she's in the autism class mm-hmm. she integrates into the mainstream four times a day and it's going to be impossible for her to go from one location to another four times a day from one side of the town to the other side of the town that's an element of it that people mightn't think of so she's in the autism class and they do that's part of the educate together model they integrate rather a lot so she could be in one campus her mainstream is in the other campus how is she supposed to get from one to the other well it could possibly be the case now it's not necessarily going to be the case for us but it is going to be the case for some kids so they're the autism class at the moment there's six kids in it Three are for second class and three are for first class. So say, for example, if they put second class up in the prefabs or if they put first class, there are going to be kids that are affected by this um, separate location. And obviously I have a concern that the knock-on effect it's going to have on my child as well. Mm -hmm. 
that she's just not going to be able to cope. So she's not going to be able to integrate into mainstream. So she's not going to be mixing with her friends, the, the peers of her age. She's not going, like it's going to really knock her confidence because her confidence, when she started in this school, she was extremely quiet and very withdrawn. Um, whereas now she's, she's blossomed and I fear that she's going to withdraw back again because she's she's going to be kept separate to her friends. You're on the Parents Association. What's the general feeling, Anne-Marie? We're all really worried. Really worried because there are parents on the association who have more than one child in the school. They might have to go to two different locations, which is going to be impossible. It's going to be kids late every day at collections and drop-off. They're going to be late. It's, you, we can't be in two places at once. Um, then again, there's the likes of me and a couple of other parents with children in the autism class. It, there's just no positive reason for doing this. No positive reason that we can think of at all, other than a cost-saving effect. Um, it's just got, it's all down to money. Like this is only February. There's a few months yet before the end of the school year. But the uncertainty is already there as to what's going to happen in September. But it's not even just September. Like This is only a two-year plan. Right. The new building's not going to be built in two years' time. Ah. So what's going to happen again in two years? We're going to be back. Are they going to put in a third location? You know, it just doesn't make sense. De- develop that a little bit with me, Anne-Marie. This is an arrangement made for two years. There is a fabulous site in Janeville, but that's not going to be ready for far more than two years. That's only at the stage one. So, no, I don't understand all of the stages, but it hasn't gone out to tender. Um, I'd imagine it's like if it's at stage one, it's only in the design phase. Yeah. So it's going to be a number of years before, like, I don't even know if my child's ever going to see that building. She could be gone out of the school at that stage. Um, so between now and then, like in two years' time, what's going to happen when these two prefabs are full the Heron's Wood is full, where are they going to go then? Yeah. Are they going to take on a third location? Or put in more prefabs? Well, yeah, but where? That's the thing. Are they going to put it on another site? Another school? It's just, it's just really strange. And I worry as well because, like, the principal in the school... Trina. She, you know, she, yeah, she's fabulous. Like, she has a huge job. Like, she's just, it's, she's the principal of a new school, which is a massive task in itself and then it's a school being built and and she's managing all the kids all the staff but then she has all these hurdles thrown at her as well and it's just it's very unfair to for the department to expect that of their staff extremely unfair it's almost like a decision is being made in an office up the country by someone who possibly couldn't find Carrigland on a map let alone know their way around the place I think it was just a, a box ticking exercise for them. They didn't actually put any thought into it and they certainly didn't um, ask the opinions of the management in the school, the board of management or Drina because there's no way they would have agreed to something like this because it's just so, it's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous what they're expecting. And I know schools like, schools have, there's a couple of schools here in Cargilline that would have different buildings but on the one campus. Yeah on the one site and, and it's manageable um, 
this isn't going to be manageable. This is going to cause a whole lot of stress. Parents are going to take their kids out of the school to go elsewhere. We're going to lose numbers, which means we're going to lose teachers. Um, and and the, the staff there, we don't want to lose them. They're fabulous. And Trina, we definitely don't want to lose Trina. But the pressure that the department are applying onto us all, it's just, again, it's just ludicrous. I can hear it in, in your voice. You as a parent of a child benefiting, as you said, lovely word, blossoming from the school. You can't yeah. understand why you might have to face into this. You don't want her to have to deal with it. The principal is saying this is not something that's going to be practical or, or feasible for the school. You must be wondering, is anybody going to listen? I, I don't, I really, that's the million dollar question. I hope so. I really hope so. Like we have reached out to a lot of um, people here in Cardline, a few local politicians and stuff, and they are all in agreement that this idea is not acceptable. This plan, it, it just won't work. I was going to say that you have three of the most powerful politicians in the country, Michael McGrath, Simon Coveney, Michal Martin. All of them have strong bases in Carrigaline. Yeah, and there's also a few lovely, uh, really good councillors here as well. And we've reached out to them also. And, and I, I haven't heard back from all of them yet, but most of them are not in favour of this plan. So I hope that by having them on our side and, you know, just by spreading awareness and, and, and just having support that this department will reconsider this. Uh, because, it, it there, like I said, there's going to be no positive outcome for anyone but the department on saving money there's going to be no positive outcome for any of us not for the kids not for the staff and definitely not for the community because the traffic is already a nightmare in Gargaline without having to add to it because obviously we're going to school here on this side of the village because we live on this side of the village whereas now we'd have to travel to the other side and it's just going to add more traffic to an already gridlocked area it doesn't bear think, thinking about it. It really doesn't. Anne-Marie, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. No problem. That, that's, that's what we're here for, Anne-Marie. Rachel, uh, I'm, the, more I, the more I listen to this, the more I try to get my head around it, the less it makes sense. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Morning. No, no, it doesn't. Good morning. How are you? So, so yeah, my little girl is in junior infant in Carrigaline. She actually had to start a year early. She's only four. Um, I had to start her a year early. My little girl was in Little Paradise Crest in Frankfield last year, uh-huh. um, which closed. And because I could not get any other form of childcare, I had no option but to start her in school. Trina has been so accommodating. She was the only school around the a huge area that would actually take my little girl. We actually live in halfway. As it is, we're already driving 20 minutes to bring her to school. Yeah. every morning and 20 minutes to collect her. So, so we're already up against it without having to go through almost a 40-hour spin the other side of town of the morning just for her to get a basic education. So how will she be affected by this? Will she be moving to the other complex? So I, or suppose, I suppose the way to look at this, it kind of comes in, like if, if they have to move, it hasn't been confirmed yet which classes would have to move. If she does have to move, firstly, she's in junior infants. She's going to be separated from all her friends. I can't kind of, I can't emphasize how much of a small, close-knit school we are. Like, my daughter's friends with people in first class, second class. They all interact with each other. 
um, they play together, they meet up outside. So she's already, whichever class is going to be moved is losing out significantly just because of that. Yes. On the other side, and I suppose the side which us as parents would really like to focus on here is we are a young and a new school. Um, Trina and the staff are fantastic. There's a lot of neurodivergence in the school. There's a lot of autistic students in our school. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter herself is just beginning on a, on an assessment. Um, like one of the ways we get her into school every morning is by promising. You know, she gets a couple of minutes in the bouncy room every day. She gets a break. One of the teachers are able to bring her out for a walk. They have facilities there. They have sensory chairs. They have little swings. Mm-hmm. Things for the kids to have an outlet. If they go down to those two prefabs, they lose out on all of that. Not only are the other school are we relying on the charity of the other schools to let us use the yards and stuff, but it's very daunting for a small child, junior infant, senior infant of any age to go into another huge, big, established school where they don't know anyone. They're already dysregulated as it is. To have to go in and face that is very intimidating for them. On the other side of that, even if we don't, if we're not allowed to use the facilities in the other school, if it transpires that that can't happen, what is the other alternative for our kids? Is it to stand outside of a prefab in a car park in the lashing rain to kind of go for a little run around or something? We're just losing out so much. That's the bit that bothered me most, I think, about what Trina was saying yesterday. The geography is is one thing, but the idea that you'd be up there on another campus in two prefabs with no access to the yard, no guaranteed access to the yard, no guaranteed no. access to the toilet, for goodness sake. No, like those those two prefabs, from what we can make out, and again, like, I mean, the information, of course, as always, that comes to the parents is, is quite minimal. And uh, like the decision, apparently, in the eyes of the department has been made before we've even had any input. You yeah. know what I mean? This was never highlighted with the majority of the parents. And the thing is, those prefabs are going to be put in a car park. What what do you say to a child who already feels less than others, who's already kind of on on one end of a spectrum, that, that that's what they have now and they have no choice and that decision has been made by someone who has no input in their education, no idea of whatever issues they might have or how they deal with their daily life. I just think to be robbing any child of facilities that are already established, it's bad enough in areas, as I said, where, where we came up against in the summer, of not having any facilities available to us. Mm. And now we're being told that facilities that have that we have worked really hard to get into might be taken away from us. And I just feel on a personal level, for me, my child now already in the academic system has been robbed of so many opportunities before she's even five. Yeah. You yeah. know, where where does this stop for one of the richest countries in Europe? You outlined um, it you outlined it very well earlier on saying that look she's in junior infants but she already has friends in first class and if it's a thing yeah. that she might be one of the classes moved she's taken away yeah. from them little friends there are others in the school she'll be going to but she won't have access to them because they'll be out in the car park like lepers and I'm sorry that's how if exactly. I was a parent if I was a parent I'd be thinking you're putting me child out in the car park like a leper Oh, but this is it. And I just think, as I said, the school is so well set up, PJ. Trina is fabulous. Those kids have everything that she can give them. They have. And they've been so, so supportive from the day that we set foot inside that school. And now that decision has been taken out of our hands and all of the hard work is being taken out of our hands. And there's two classes, no matter what classes they are, are going to suffer massively. They're going to be impacted hugely. 
And I mean, even there's one parent I know who has a child in junior infants and a child in first class that lives on the other side of Paragline. As it is, at 20 past one, she has to make her way to Heronswood to collect the child in junior infants. She has to sit in traffic for an hour to bring one child home, bring the other child back to collect for 20 past two. So already parents in our school are facing logistical nightmares, even despite the bypass having gone in. You also have the question then, I mean, Sheriff had the after school um, service that we use, which most schools use now. That's full. It's very hard to get a place in that as it is. How are they going to be able to expand as the school grows when there's no room for them to expand as it is? And also another kind of question I would have in relation to everything is, what happens when these two prefabs fill up at the end of next year? The school is growing massively. It's becoming very popular because Trina and the staff mm. are amazing. Um, so it, it seems a very short-sighted solution to a huge problem. It just feels like there is someone in an office just ticking boxes without any kind of real eyes on the problem itself. It, it doesn't make sense to any of us that are involved in it. A point Trina made yesterday was it doesn't seem as if anybody from the department has walked the ground? I don't think they could have. I don't think they could have. And again, I just feel like it is just so short-sighted. We'll just throw two two prefabs down here. There's a school here. This, this, this is it now. This will get us by until next year, until the problems start hitting us again. And it just feels like every problem in the country at the moment where it's just right. There's enough people shouting at us now, so just we'll just do this to keep them quiet for a year. But what happens next year? There's no long-term planning for our children's education. And whatever else is going on between housing and everything else, there's all those problems on top of it. But surely, God, you have to you have to draw the line at kids in a school. Rachel, an excellent, passionate contribution. Thank you. Thanks, TJ. Yeah. It's going to be an election issue. Have no doubt about it unless something is done. Uh, we have a reminder has come into us that the Drettons, the, that's the Douglas Rochestown Educate Together National School, became known as Drettons. That was in a situation like this for, for quite some time. So there's a precedent here. Yeah. A typical computer says no, says Frank. This is crazy. A faceless bureaucrat who sees Carrigaline as a tiny village. With the elections coming up, this is the right time to be fighting. Uh, this is clearly, you have pages and pages of your messages. The only way educate together school issue is outrageous. I can't call you this morning, but I'd like to give my view. I have two children in the school. It's a wonderful school. Staff are kind, caring and supportive. I'm proud my children go there. The whole community has been completely disrespected with this, inverted commas, solution from the Department of Education. We're a community and our children deserve the right to stay together and continue to support each other. Separating friends and siblings and isolating two classes across the busy town is not a solution. The department took a building office once, and this is how we repaid now for our patients. My eldest child will probably never set foot in the new building, given the time it's taken to get to the preliminary building stages. At least don't add to this by separating the community and moving them away from friends and supports to be unwanted guests on another school's property. That's just one of many that we've had. Peter, what's up? Your your, your kids are going to, to the school. Yeah, good morning. Hi, PJ. Nice to be able to speak to you today. Um, yeah, my daughter's in first class in the school currently. Mm. 
So obviously, you know, the number one concern is traffic and congestion for families that might have two or more kids in the school going up to. So the plan is to put prefabs beside Cargillane education. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Get together on their premises but, the, you know, across the road, there's Edmund Rice College as well, or the secondary school. And the same entrance leads into an estate with 50 houses as well. Yeah. You know, there's, it's already, there's already a lot of congestion up there. And, it's a busy know, area, even without this, Peter. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, there's already families living in that estate complaining about, you know, parents parking on their driveways, things like that. And it's only going to get worse if they're going to throw in another school up there. Mm-hmm. So you're also so, on the yeah. board of management for, for the school. Like, what opportunity yeah. did you have to discuss this, or was it just landed upon you? I don't think there was any engagement at all, PJ. You know, if if anybody had actually done this route before or had any knowledge of the local area, they wouldn't make this the decision. You know, it's a it's a poor one. Um, like, you could be stuck on that route for thirty or forty minutes on a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's obviously very concerning for parents who might have to do two school drops and then maybe have to go up to work in Cork City afterwards or where, wherever you know. Um, it's just not it's not workable. Even you know, there's four TDs in Cork South Central. They've all acknowledged that it's unworkable. They know it's an issue, but you know, there needs to be action on it. Yeah, the only one that has commented to us so far is Donna Colera. He says he's written uh, to ministers for education and raised these things in the Dáil in the mm. past for Onabui to get its permanent home. We'll raise it again in the yeah. coming weeks when the chance comes up. You have, as I said previously, Peter, three of the most powerful politicians uh, in the in the country in that constituency and the first in the country to be elected last time out, who was uh, Donna Colera. Yeah. And a man who could quite feasibly be part of a future government. Um, and yes, this is being dropped upon you and told, all right, suck it up, buttercup. This is how it's going to work. That can't, that can't be allowed to continue. 
Exactly, you know, and there, there's no plan there either, PJ. You know, what happens after next year? You know, we're still in the blue about that, or two years or three years. Like the permanent school mightn't be built for another four or five years. So, and even going back a few years ago, the school initially were planned a building in the old Cargillan Gwale School. Mm. And so parents chose the school based off that. And then it was pulled in the last minute and the premises was changed to Hernswood. Yeah. So it's just one crisis after another, you know. It seems and to be like, it I, seems to be like for pushing small children around here, I think, Peter. Yeah, and you know, I wouldn't say it is slightly either, PJ, but you know, it's a great school. It's it's a very happy place, you know. And they're all like one big class there. The kids are greeted at the door every day. Um they all make like there's sixty children there, they all integrate together. There's two autism classes, like there's great things going on there. And I just think Trina and the staff, they deserve far better than how they're being treated at mm. the moment. They do, and so too do the children, Peter. Thank you very much. That's Peter. Peter's daughter is going to the school, but he's also on the board of management. You heard him clearly saying there, thank you, Peter. You heard him there saying very clearly they had no opportunity to discuss this. It just landed, landed in front of them. Every one of the four local TDs have said, that's, that's ridiculous. So, lads. <laughs> What are you doing about it, would be the next question to be asked, I would have thought. Laura, good morning. Good morning. So, I have um, an autistic girl in the Oak class, either in the second class. And my main concern is that she won't be able to integrate in the mainstream class. And And it's a huge concern for us because... Like, my girl was non-verbal until she was five. We were waiting for a place in an autist class for ages. So she only got into an autist class in the first class. And she's done amazing since she is there. And she's integrating on her pace in the mainstream class. The main concern is that if they they are going to decide that um, the current second class that is going to be next year, the third class, the mainstream class to be transferred to the other side, the integration will not be possible. So it's going to have a huge impact, a huge impact. And if you can imagine for regular children who are uh, neurotypical, the change is difficult. You can imagine how the change is for autistic children. I know. When they are not going to be, like it's their right to be integrated in the society. If we are not integrating them at this age, how are we expecting them to be integrated as an adult? The Educate Together model, Laura, as I've learned over the years, does this integration really well. Yes. Really, really yes. well. And and if, I mean, like you say, if the split is the way it is, if you your little girl's autistic yes. class is in uh, Hernswood and her actual first or second class is in the other place, how the hell is she going to integrate by day? Yes. So what what is the the option that we have? Not integrate them, or integrate them with younger classes, or not? What or what to do? And on the other hand, I am having on uh, uh, another girl waiting to be going to junior infant in next year in the same school. So she's very eager to spend time with her sister on the same school. What if she, their class is going to be transferred to the other side? She will never be in the same school with her sister. Yeah. So this is going to be a huge impact also. 
because the, uh, as the, the parents before were talking about the uh, commute that is going to be a, a nightmare. Yeah. And, and which, which side of the town do you live on, Laura? I live in Janeville. Okay, okay. So you're on the you're on the Heron Wood side. Yes. Now for so you to for you to get from yeah. that the school is going to be in Janesville. We are eager and waiting for it because, uh, and also I'm concerned that I live there, but they are going to finish the school when my children will not already be in the school. They are going to be in the secondary school, maybe. I understand, Laura. Thank you very much. Another passionately spoken parent from the Onabui Educate Together National School. I can tell you I have pages of messages. It's a huge story uh, down there, and one will stick with. Corks 96 FM.